And welcome, guys. Welcome back to Living Cafe Podcast. Hey, listen, I had like 30 minutes uh, free time today, and I thought there's a lot of news coming out of wrestling right now. Uh, we did a news episode last week that you guys seem to really enjoy. I'm getting a lot of downloads on that and a lot of good feedback, so I think we're going to do more of these. Uh, We used to do a segment like this called High Spots, and we quit doing them for a while because we were uh, primarily kind of basing on bio episodes and long-term, you know, one, one and a half hour episodes, but these news episodes, these short ones, you guys really seem to enjoy as well, so it looks like we're going to start bringing these back, and we've got some good news ones for you today. I'm not going to cover some of the major big ones uh, that we're going to see every time we get on our phones, like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. That's going to be completely just shoved in our face. Um, some of these, yeah, yeah, these are going to be ones that you've seen probably already, maybe some. But a lot of these that I'm trying to talk about today are a little bit kind of overshadowed by some of these other stories that are really good that I found a lot of interest in reading up on. So I had some time. And I thought, why not just hurry up, uh, hit play, and do a podcast real quick on these. So, starting off, you know, I want to talk about AEW. Sean uh, brought up a really good point last week. He said, who has AEW kind of built? Who have they built, not acquired from another company, but built in their short time as a wrestling company? And we came up with names like Sammy Guevara and, you know, a few others. But I'm not sure that we mentioned Wardlow. And Wardlow actually just did an interview, and I thought this was kind of a a great little fluff piece for him to be able to kind of still stay in character and maybe have some honesty to the words that he's saying. But he said that he's found, you know, extra motivation to powerbomb former NXT stars who come to AEW. Now, quote, this is what he said. You know, acquiring someone like Adam Cole was huge for us. Now, I will say... Being an AEW original, these guys coming in from other places and taking spots, that's something that gives me a little extra motivation when I'm laying in those power bombs to remind everyone whose house it really is. Wardlow is definitely a future champ, I think. Uh, they're building him I th- in a really, you know, a traditional way to build a man who should be a heel, but he's getting this face turn because he works for a heel and he's kind of being, you know, belittled by his boss, you know, in this case, MJF. And he's from Cleveland, Ohio. So there you go. A little extra bump for us here at the podcast, I guess. When we're talking about AEW, let's talk about Miro. AEW continues to sign current talent to contract extensions. And Miro, as reported from, uh, who was it? Fightful. Fightful Select. Uh today reported it that he got a four-year contract extension what does this say to wrestling fans i think it says that they have well some faith in miro the wwe i think you know contrary to belief i think they used him pretty well i think he had some really good spots and he probably could have been a you know a champ at one time he probably could have been a world champion i think breaking up him and lana maybe hindsight wasn't the best move to make but it shows that AEW is saying, look, we plan on being here in four years. We're going to do these contract extensions. We're not going anywhere. And also by saying we're not going anywhere and showing that they're here to play, Tony Khan uh, has talked about for weeks, you know, I have this big announcement coming. And I think a lot of us in the back of our minds knew what he was going to say. I, I kind of, you know... I knew this was what it was going to be. Still excited to hear it. AW has acquired ROH. 
Ring of Honor, I think, has always put on phenomenal matches. They have built wrestlers like a CM Punk, a Brian Danielson, uh, Red Dragon. They've made established wrestlers, and I think, you know, this is going to be really, really good for AEW. I think it's going to be good for wrestling because I think the AEW family kind of can appreciate the Ring of Honor style that WWE would have completely just destroyed um, like they did. And I don't want to say they destroyed ECW because when they acquired ECW, there's no way they could have done what ECW had done. Uh, times had changed, so I'm not going to shit on them for that. But the WWE would have ruined Ring of Honor. They would have just wanted the video library, I think, and just trashed the product. But, you know, that's just coming from a guy who, you know, I'm not Vince McMahon. I don't know what they would have done with it. But, you know, good news. Nonetheless, good news for wrestling. Braun Strowman uh, took to Twitter today to answer a fan back. Um, basically, here's what happened. Adam, we just, you know, his real name, we'll just call him Braun Strowman for everybody because that's primarily how you know him. He went on to say uh, that somebody, another wrestling company, tried to get them shut down already. Tried to get their promotion that they were doing for uh, down in Texas canceled already. So, basically, the CYN, which is their new company between Braun Strowman and EC3 have created, it stands for Control Your Narrative. And they were going to put on a show down in Dallas. And I think they still are. I think the show's still on. Um, but another company had tried to get them shut down for it so they could not perform. And a fan took to Twitter and said, you know, I really respected you. I liked you as a fan, blah, 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 blah. I hope you're not talking shit about, you know, WWE because you don't, he didn't say talking shit, but I hope you're not talking ill of WWE uh, because you don't work there anymore. And Braun saw it and said, listen, it's not the WWE. I'm not talking bad about the WWE, but it is a company that has three letters. Wrestling promotions, smaller promotions, uh, they do like to go wherever WrestleMania is going to be. And they put on their shows, mainly because they know there's going to be millions of wrestling fans or, you know, thousands and thousands of wrestling fans going to WrestleMania. And they're going to be buying things, checking out other events. They're going to be down there for the weekend, some for the entire week. They're coming from all around the world. There's money to be made. So I don't know what company would have tried to get Control Your Narrative, um, the new company from Braun Strowman and EC3, to not be able to perform in Dallas. Who knows? He may eventually end up saying it, but as of right now, he's not giving out any names. A show they put on maybe a week or two ago, some fans took some pictures, some screenshots or whatever of like the first few rows and said, oh, wow, they can't even get a full show. They can't get a good turnout. You know, this is a bingo hall. Braun would later go on to, you know, post pictures or control your narrative would go on to post pictures of the full event. And they had a good turnout and the fans seemed genuinely interested into it. I was watching some of the videos from it and I, I don't know, man, fans really seem to be fastly uh, going to this new company uh, control your narrative and checking it out. So somebody may be getting a little bit scared. I, that's what it's starting to look like. Now, speaking, you know, we talked about Twitter, uh, how he responded to a fan Twitter. People can be mean. You know, we know this on social media. There's a lot of keyboard badasses out there. Ronda Rousey knows this apparently more than anybody. As reported, Yesterday, 
Ronda Rousey received the highest ratio of hate on Twitter of any female athlete. This was reported yesterday. So this is current. It kind of sickens me that there has to be a pull on something this ignorant. But it's news, so I'm reporting it. And according to the data in the study, 83.1 of the tweets Ronda Rousey received were of a negative nature. That's ridiculous. Becky Lynch received more negative tweets in total with 8,705, but only had a 76.19% negative ratio. Not sure how you get that ratio when you get more negative tweets. Um, but yeah, Ronda Rousey beats her out with getting a uh, more negative-natured re- uh, receipt on Twitter. This could be, you know, wrestlers get this because people are in kayfabe, and that's understandable. But, you know, people, you know, I, I just saw recently, and this is going to ruffle some feathers probably, but... Nia Jax gets attacked for something she said um, about, not really even about what's going on in Ukraine. She just brings up something she feels that people outside of what's going on over there, um, how they haven't stood up for their own rights. Um, People took what she had said out of context, in my belief, and they wrongfully just attacked this woman. If you don't like what she had to say. Um, maybe, I don't know, do your own investigation and see what she actually meant. Don't read a fluff piece of what somebody said and then go out and attack the woman. Um, but that's not here nor there. I just, you know, the bullying on the internet has gotten to the point where now we're doing studies to see who's getting bullied the most. Gymnast uh, Simone, I think everybody remembers her. She topped the charts with seven. No, 14,077 total tweets, of which only 65.11% were negative. But still, we're seeing over half the tweets this gymnast is getting is negative. Um, basically, stop. Just stop. It's, it's to the point now where this is news. We're reporting on statistics on who's getting the worst tweets. But wrestlers, I think, you know, primarily... A lot of them are probably just people staying in kayfabe. But, you know, the ones who really mean the, that shit, you know, knock it off. Not Just knock it off. WWE's current plans for Steve Austin at WrestleMania 38. I, people are saying, oh, they've skimmed down on it. Uh, people are also saying, listen, they haven't skimmed down on anything. Nothing was set in stone. Steve Austin just put out a video saying that Kevin Owens has got his attention. Um that Kevin Owens for weeks has talked shit about the great state of Texas. He's got Stone Cold's attention. And I'm going to play just a little, I'm going to play a little clip of what Stone Cold had to say to Kevin Owens. I want to thank you for waking something up deep inside me that I've kept buried for 19 years. Ever since you started running that damn mealy mouth of yours talking about the state of Texas, the great state of Texas, you got my attention. And why would you want to do that, Kevin? I can think of two reasons. One, you are one dumb son of a bitch. And two, you are fixing to get your ass kicked by Stone Cold Steve Austin. Whether you want to call this a KO show, a match, a fight, a brawl, whatever, I will guarantee you this. 
in Dallas, Texas, where I started my career at WrestleMania, Stone Cold Steve Austin is going to open up one last can of whoop-ass on you, Kevin Owens. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold says... So does that mean Stone Cold's going to uh, have a match with KO? I don't think so. There's definitely going to be some kind of a face-off. And, you know, hopefully Kevin gets uh, gets a stunner. Hopefully we at least get to see that at WrestleMania 38. One more stunner from Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, we all know Charlotte and um, Andrade have had this relationship. I don't know if it's been on and off again. I thought I saw something a few weeks ago where they called it off and then they were back on. But uh, Andrade is no longer with the WWE. Of course, Charlotte Flair is definitely still with the WWE. They're going to continue to push her to the moon, and honestly, they should. She's, you know, one of the best female athletes, wrestlers that's, you know, ever been in the squared circle. But have they put the title on her too many times? Yes. She's had forgetful short title reigns. Yes, that has hurt her with fans. That's hurt her uh, ring integrity. Sure. But she's saying she wants to, you know, she wants to do something on TV with Andrade. And she, you know, goes on to say, of course, we're in two separate companies, but eventually someday she would like to, to make that happen. What do you guys think? Would you guys like to see like a mixed tag team between those two for maybe a future down the road WrestleMania or you know, the way things are looking, a future AEW pay-per-view with these two. Might be interesting to see. We've seen it with Miz and Maurice, who uh, have such great chemistry, though, on and off screen. I mean, these guys definitely, you know, they wouldn't put them together as many times as they have if they didn't have this kind of chemistry. But talking about family and uh, performers, wrestlers being working together, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio have been you know, kind of killing it the past couple of years. This father-son duo that I didn't think was going to take off like this, being with the, uh, my opinion, the, st- the shitty storyline with, you know, the eye-gouging crap that they did and the Buddy Murphy and the daughter and whatever. But Dominic has proven that he is super talented. He got a lot of talent from his dad. And Rey Mysterio was asked, you know, kind of, you know, what's next? What What would you like to accomplish next? And... You know, Ray kind of hints that he wants to retire. Quote, I've been very happy with my career. I've uh, had many luxuries have come with it, many blessings, many friends, many memories, traveled around the world. Uh, He goes on to say, I never thought I'd be able to share my culture, my lifestyle, and my family around the world. I've had fans in Europe, Istanbul, Saudi Arabia, Iraq. He goes on to talk about how he's gone to do tribute with the troops he says, there's not much I can ask for now. You know, I just want to ride into the sunset. I'm making the best out of these last couple of years. And then I just want to watch my son's career flourish. So he's kind of hinting that before long, you know, Ray's going to retire. And he deserves to retire, man. He deserves to go if he wants to. The guy's been putting his body on the line for years and years. And now he gets to sit back and watch Dominic, you know, go on. And like he said, watch his career flourish. Okay, now from ringsidenews.com. Tony Storm leaves fans breathless with stunning pink lingerie photo drop. Is that uh, news? I don't know, but I bet half of our listeners just turned on their phone and went to the Googs. Um, 
Listen, don't do that yet. Don't check out those photos quite yet. Finish the podcast, then go over there and check out Tony Storm's new photo drop. Um, that's making its wave across Instagram. I saw, like, first thing this morning. And, uh, yeah, uh, she's definitely making a statement with those pictures. Now, Tony Storm, I think, is going to go on to hopefully do some great things. I love Tony Storm when she came over. Sean kind of introduced me to her when she kind of made her way to the WWE and filled me in on who she was. And she was definitely a wasted talent. Another person that the WWE let go who's flourishing somewhere else is uh, Ty Connie. And her and Sammy Guevara went out and everybody knows that they're together now. They've been showing pictures of, you know, PDA since they came out with their relationship. And I think it was Twitter maybe that they came out on their relationship. I can't remember. But in 2020, Ty Connie got released and, you know, eventually she's in AEW. So, Sammy Guevara and Ty Connie get their names tattooed on each other. Before you guys lose your mind and you're like, oh my God, why would they put each other's names on? I think they were those henna tattoos or however you say it. I think it was just a, like a spoof kind of thing. What do you guys think about Jeff Hardy? Um, it seems like he's going to be making his AEW debut shortly. It looks like Matt is doing a face turn in preparation for the uh, arrival of Jeff to you know, possibly bring back the Hardy Boys tag team. One last run would be great. I think the company to do it is probably for sure AEW. I think they have a good bit of freedom to express uh, the tag team in ways that they would want to do it. And I think it would be a good send home for both of, send off for both of them. Daniel Bryan, uh, now Bryan Danielson with AEW, says he doesn't says he does not want to wrestle for New Japan Wrestling until fans are allowed to cheer. I was talking about last week how Daniel Bryan said, or Bryan Danielson, I've got to get used to calling him by his real name now, um, the American Dragon, uh, that he you know, had ambitions maybe of possibly doing some stuff in New Japan. But he is pretty sound stern that he doesn't want to go until the fans are allowed to cheer. So this is what... Danielson had said, um, he said, I really do want to do some New Japan, but I also kind of don't want to until fans can cheer. From what I want out of wrestling, just doing it with the clapping, I'd still have fun. I'm one of those few people who enjoyed wrestling in the Performance Center with nobody. I enjoyed wrestling in the Thunderdome. So, uh, Brian Danielson in New Japan would be insane the matches he could put on um because the guy doesn't understand he doesn't know when to stop he finally gets cleared to wrestle and he just goes back to the old style daniel bryan but i think that's why we love watching the guy wrestle you know i i've been a, a fan since he debuted and uh would love to see him do some stuff in new japan mvp gives an update on his knee injury so it looks like he's had his surgery. I think the surgery was done sometime last September. So he's basically saying it's just a matter of jumping through the WWE hoops. You know, he's got to get medically cleared. Uh, he does go on to say that his cardio is a lot better than he thought it would be. Uh, he got a trainer and everything for all that. And basically, he's ready to, uh, he's ready to get back in there. I was um, hoping to see some more matches out of MVP. One of my favorite intro musics back in the day. I loved MVP's music. 
you to remember me. But the dead don't have no memory. I'm coming. Nobody can stop me. Nobody can hold me. Nobody can control me. I'm coming. I'm here to do my thing. I'm here to bring the pain. I'm never ever gonna change. I'm coming. Nobody can stop me. Nobody. All right, that's enough. I love that song. I I used to I used to remember walking around for no reason, just humming that song. It was always stuck in my head. Um, but yeah, I would love to see him come out to that and put on a couple more a uh, couple more great matches out of MVP. I think he's got him in him. The guy, you know, even when he was down with his knee injury, he looked to be in great shape. So we'll see what happens there. All right. Well, Brian uh, Danielson and John Moxley to team up with William Regal in their corner on the post-revolution uh, AW televised event. So we saw Moxley come out with a victory over Brian, and who comes but William Regal. This trio could be amazing. I think acquiring William Regal says a lot. Um, I think they got one hell of a, a wrestling talent, a wrestling mind for the company now. And that's going to be very eager to see. Also, Gangrel says that the Brood's popularity led to the breakup of the Ministry of Darkness. Now, he does go on to mention in this interview that he does that they knew going into the Brood, they were told Edge is going to be the guy. They're going to push Edge. They're going to put a rocket on his butt and send him to the top. So they knew that the brood wasn't going to be around for really that long, and they weren't, but it seems like they were around for years. It was only eight months. Then the brood kind of gets put in with the Ministry of Darkness with Undertaker, and I don't know if you guys remember this, but they got popular really fast, and they got put with the Undertaker and the Ministry of Darkness and one night on stage, the booze, and I, the, I remember this, the booze turned to brood, and the fans started chanting, brood, brood, brood. And, you know, Gangrel recalls standing in there with the ministry, and he says, I don't know if he said it to Taker or who he had said it to, but he said, I think we're out of the ministry. It wasn't even a week later when they said that they were going to split up the ministry. And when that happened, you know, he told them the brood is done. So fans love to cheer them. They had the vampire get up and the blood. Man, I, I loved the brood. And I think he could have went on. I think Gangrel could have went on to do some, some good stuff. We know Christians out there, you know, still doing amazing stuff. That dude is just, he doesn't age. He's never going to age. Edge is back with the WWE after, you know, years of being out on injury. So, good things came from the brood. Becky Lynch is going to miss a couple of weeks. Uh, reportedly, a legit injury. She went on to, honestly, did an Instagram video um, saying that Bianca broke her voice box. Um, so, I think they're giving her a two-week hiatus from the ring. I don't know if it's really going to mess with a whole lot of what's going on. When it comes to you know WrestleMania, I don't think it's going to interrupt anything. Okay, for you video gamers, man, um, I got I love video games, but I love the classic video games. I have a whole room dedicated to, you know, I collect vintage wrestling memorabilia, toys, figures, I, I, vintage games um, of any kind, vintage uh, game consoles. Like I said, I got a whole room 
dedicated to this stuff. But the WWE reportedly is discussing future video game options with EA Sports. Now, this becomes probably, this probably became because it was a 2K19 or 2K20 that got all those horrible reviews. I think it was, yeah, it was a horrible response from 2K20. A lot of people had issues with that. And I think they even skipped 21 and did 2K Battlegrounds or something. And then 2K22 has a lot of hype. Um, I know it's supposed to come out. March 11th, so it's going to be out in just a couple of days. That's an early release download, I think, of Tuesday. But, you know, it's if this game doesn't do well, the WWE, it seems like they're in discussions with with EA Sports. Um, now, you guys remember WWE Raw, the series of wrestling games. They were published by EA Sports. They were in uh, formerly, was it, Interplay Entertainment. The series was originally made by Interplay in 97, um, up until the next year when EA bought the rights to the WWE series in 98. So they're familiar with doing the games. I think they uh, they did the releases of these games. EA did from like 98 to 2020, something like that, when it was announced sometime in March of 21 that EA Sports was cutting ties with the WWE. And I don't know if it was a distribution of money that caused the issue. I know they kept coming to the table and I couldn't, agree on anything at the time but i don't know i i kind of the i saw the graphics for the 2k22 and, and i told my wife i was like okay i really want this i want this game and she's like well you're gonna have to buy a new playstation well, okay i'll buy a new playstation she goes jordan these things are like a thousand dollars like there's no way video game consoles cost a thousand dollars guys i'm in i'm I'm older than you probably think, and I collect vintage stuff. And she's like, look it up. And I did, and I about shit myself that people are paying $1,000 for this stuff. Um, but it does look like a fun game. So maybe maybe I'll, I'll put out the money and get like a lower-end PlayStation because I think they have different uh, categories of PlayStations that you can get to play. I don't want to get a PlayStation just to play one game and pay $1,000 to play just wrestling games. Uh, I'm going to leave you with this, though. Dolph Ziggler is the uh, NXT champion. Let's see where this goes. Let's see where it takes us. But I want to say Dolph Ziggler is the only superstar to win the world heavyweight champion first championship first, and then the NXT championship. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what, uh, what he does for the belt. I think Dolph's a great wrestler. I'm glad that he's still with the WWE. I think he's a workhorse and one hell of a performer. So any, title he gets he's earned in my book on that note guys this has been fun we kept it under 30 minutes i think i'm not going to edit this or do anything i'm just going to go ahead and download it because this is just like i said a real quick news update for you guys we're going to continue to do these because you seem to enjoy them and honestly i enjoy doing them i think they're fun last week we got sean in on this for a little bit so maybe next week we can get him back all right guys ring the bell